up, what's happening? Smoke did it again. And you're listening to What's Poppin'? Boy, you did it again. Here we go. What's poppin'? It's your boy Mo. You did again. Back at with a whole new episode, and I got a special guest, Mister Pr Lot. Let's go for this episode. It's gonna be unedited, straight to the rawest form, and you guys just gonna hear us just talking. This is my brother, Mister P Lot, aka the Brick Slinger. Now, let me give you a little background information. I've known him since EI days. i probably say since the third or fourth phase. And me and him been cool ever since, man. I remember a lot of good times that me and this dude had, man. Still a good dude, man. Shout out to his beautiful wife. Shout out to his family. You know, just shout out to everybody that represent and love the man. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Yo, P, if you're listening, man. We got to do another one, man. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Enjoy the episode, ladies and gentlemen, and I'll see you guys next week. Deuces. Yo. Yo. What is poppin', brother? Not much. How about yourself? No, you know, man. Another day, another paradise. I'm better than that. Well, uh, I might as well get started. What's poppin', everybody? It's your boy. Mo, you did it again. Back at it with a whole new episode. Go ahead, man. Tell him who you are, where you from. Yes, uh, people that personally know me, his name is Pierre Lott. Mm-hmm. Other, other than that, the name that I'm practically know, known by is the Brick Slinger, which is basically uh, Brick is basically an uh, anomaly, uh, an anomaly, which means be righteous in Christ's kingdom, and so far. Being a brick slinger means I'll give you the truth, nothing but the truth, and the conversation is going to be dope. So here I am. And it's an honor, bro, to be a part of this. Appreciate you, man. You know, it's been a long time since we, uh, you know, spoke in person. Yes, it's been a long time since we've been in the studio. I mean, it's just been a long time because, you know, life yeah. happens and shit, you know. Two times. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, man, how you been doing? How's How's everybody? Uh, I've been doing great. Uh, family's doing great. Wife is definitely doing great. So nothing less than great so far. It's so good. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Likewise over here as well. That's good. It's, yeah, man. Um, I just got to get your input on how you feel about uh, the pandemic that took place. Well, even though it's at its end, but over a year ago, when it first started, what was your first reaction of it? Well, to be 100% honest with you, the pandemic was definitely a shock to, to me, just like it was a shock to everybody, especially at a time when it started in the year of election. Because usually um, an election year that always seemed to be some type of virus that get the world attention, but for some reason it never managed to shut down the world mm-hmm. until we get 
coronavirus and the everything has become more of not only a panic but a super panic. So the pandemic for a year has been ridiculous to the point where jobs have been taken away and opportunity to do anything that not only just to make money but to actually enjoy life period was practically was put on hold and I experienced both of that at the, for a year well, well I wouldn't even say for a whole year but within that whole year of the pandemic as in moments of jobs being taken away as well as opportunity to do certain things just just to enjoy enjoy a good day. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I would never. I'm not going to say that the pan that the pandemic was bad. Because uh, at the end, of, when it's all said and done, throughout all the bad stuff, there yep. was a lot of lot of moments of good moments. Uh, personally, that gives myself any. Not only myself, but also my my wife, as well as my family, including my friends, mm-hmm. uh, an opportunity to you know t- sit back and reevaluate what's important. You know what I mean? Like what's 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 the what's what would be more beneficial as opposed to doing three or four things. Let's try doing one thing at a time. Let's try well, instead of doing two, three jobs. Let's try working with one full-time and then grow from there. Let's talk about talking, communicating. Uh, Let's spark a conversation about this, that, and the third. Let's argue about this, that, and the third and finally understand why we disagree in the first place and and so on and so on and growing from there. So the pandemic has been a very shock. There's been a lot of shock, shock, not shock, but shock values, but there's definitely been a lot of growing moments that was beneficial. Mm. Yeah. I never thought in a million years we would learn how to appreciate our house just a little bit more than we have it. I know, right? <laughs> it don't make no damn sense. I, I can tell you from my perspective, when, when it first happened, I was uh, still working for the school at the time and um uh, I we was wild, we was watching the news worldwide, and that's when they started making it uh, uh, the decision. Like, yo, it's time for everybody to head home because we're gonna have a government shutdown. Which I ain't gonna lie to you. When I first heard about it, I was like, what? A government shutdown? Then then the city gonna be on lockdown as well? I'm like, this don't make no damn sense. Exactly. So we all got to sit at home. Let our hair grow out and shit. Uh-huh. And, and we all have, even if you have a family, even if you by yourself, have to be in the house until it's safe to come out. Right. So pretty much, not just that, a whole lot of people lost their lives Ooh. due to the wrong. Uh-huh. It still uh-huh. feels surreal about this shit. Like, the Rona can actually kill a person without even touching a person. It gets inside your body, one sniff of it, you only got what, a couple of days to live and bam, that's it. It took out right. majority of the the um the elderly generation. Mm-hmm. 
Um, uh, I know it also took out some young people as well. Yep. It's like, as I'm looking back on that, I'm like, damn, this this really happened. This just really happened. And, and my grandmother told me a year from now, I was talking about this this vaccine, this, these COVID shots. And I'm like, yeah, right. Hey, that shit ain't going to happen. We're going to learn how to keep a mask on our face. Now, a year later, here comes the vaccine. And mm-hmm. everybody is afraid to take the shit because they don't know what's the reaction of the body or their body's going to do to it. And I can tell right. you, man, I already got both of my shots. I got proof of that. And uh, I'll probably say the only reaction you're probably going to have just that you're going to be feeling cold in the inside. And then if you have any other symptoms, health symptoms before you took these vaccines, it might affect your body differently. Since I'm pretty much normal, and me and my family, because we all took it at the same time. So mm-hmm. it didn't really hurt or bother us. We were just cold and shit. But we all felt better, and now we could walk around her without no mask on. Even though certain places still follow the procedure, so it's just mm-hmm. crazy. That's cool, man. Mm-hmm. However, however, me on the other hand, I have yet to take the vaccine, uh, and on on well, I wouldn't say the only reason why, but it has like a couple of reasons why. Mm-hmm. One. It's like I'm still skeptic on this whole vaccine situation because it's like the virus pop up, it takes away people, took yep. away a lot of people. Yep. And, and one of them was my grandfather who mm-hmm. passed away from it this past February. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's scary to. It, it is scary to deal with the fact that this virus just not only shut down the world, but took people's lives away. But this vaccine all just popped up out of the blue and just comes, and it's like, wait a minute, hold up. Because this is my my first question. Like, where in the world this vaccine came from? And yet we're still trying to look for a cure for AIDS and HIV and all this other stuff that, that is, that's been... We've been trying to look for cure and stuff Mm-hmm. For decades, so and that was, and then my next um, reason why, and 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 understand, it's not that I don't want to do it, right? Because it's 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 still um it's still a fresh thing, so it's like another reason why I don't want to. Yeah, I haven't done it is because I'm still like want to see result want to see results and i know it's not going to be a 100% result but at least i want to see some results where it's like even if i do get this shot whether it be like you said the side effect is dealing with your body being cold inside and stuff yeah. like i've seen like i've seen one a coworker when i was working at a at a health center uh, one of my coworkers used had the had a couple of shot a couple of the shots Mm-hmm. And and then like the next day or two of working, he came to work, and all of a sudden started throwing up like out of the blue. Now yep. for whatever reason, it yep. was there was the case, but 
my thing was I want to make sure that, and even though that's like three types of brands, now probably two thanks because I think Johnson and Johnson probably pulled theirs. Yeah, my grandmother out to oh, check. Yeah, my grandmother told me yeah. about it, and she recommended none of us takes it, and said she was the first person out of all of us went to get both her vaccine shots. I was like, "Fuck it, I ain't gonna take it either." It's just Granny said not to. Right. So yeah. So I'm still, I'm still, not that I like. I say it's not that I don't want to take the vaccine. It's just you still don't I want to make. I still 100 percent don't want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So hey, man. it's like I'm not anti-vaccine. I'm more pro. I'm pro health, if anything. Right. But at the same time, it's like I want to make sure that this is this this can this not only can work, but will be beneficial for not only myself but for my wife as well, for my our family. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. See, the government still got a lot of damn questions they need to answer. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, everybody is very different. We all got different bodies. Even though we are humans, but we all our bodies are different. Exactly. Regardless if we come from a family that has a history of heart attacks or health issues or any some other allergic reaction, that shit spreads down to the generations mm-hmm. and stuff. And we don't know what this vaccine is or it doesn't even help. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just... One of the lucky ones that, you know, that I'm okay. That's good, man. It's really good to hear that. Yeah, man. I'm just, I was like, I never thought in a million years we'll be not wearing a mask no more. I got so used to the fucking mask, it's so hard for me to untouch myself from it. <laughs> this, this, I is exactly, exactly <laughs> I, this is exactly what I said a year ago when once this little vaccine started happening, it's going to be a lot for a lot of people. For them to get un- attached to the mask, true. hell, it's crazy. So yeah, yeah, it <laughs> is, man. All right, let's uh, shift gears for a second. Uh, let's move on to, of course, the, sure. one of the things that I know you buy is the music. Uh huh. So I got asked, man, where, where, how the music going, or has it slowed down for you yet? It it definitely slowed down a little bit, but it definitely mm-hmm. is 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 if one thing was sure, I I want you to definitely know that all up until this point I have been making music. I continue to be on on as far as production wise is making beats and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I and then I got to the point where it's like, man, I got too much music. Mm-hmm. I'm over tripping. These I'm 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 over waiting for the, every artist to be like emailing me or give me a phone call and be like, hey man, I'm gonna need about three four beats from you and I'm and I'm buy, I'm gonna give you this amount and da da da. I was like, what? I'm grown. I'm too grown and I'm can't be waiting for these folks. So here I am I'm trying to, you know, what I'm saying set up a like a playlist of beats and make it trying to set up projects and stuff so at this point it's like i'm not slowing i'm only slowing down as far as making music but i'm not slowing down as far as putting making ideas or how to present it to the world so right i'm 
as, as I'm speaking to you, I'm letting it be known that I am working on uh, an instrumental lo-fi chill hop project. Mm. And, and it's done, and it's gonna be very, and it's very dope. And I'm not saying it because I produced it. I'm saying it's dope because of the content, of the concept that I um, put together to make this an um, interesting um, project. And not only, and and after that, it's gonna be another one, and then another one. It's like at this point. I'm not just trying to make music just to be making music anymore. It's it's gonna it's gonna be an experience from now on. So I'm still gonna I'm still in interested in continuing to make music, but at this point it's like I'm not waiting for, you know, saying any phone calls or or email or anybody that's that's interested. It's like at this point I want y'all to it's like I want artists and producers to know that hey here it is listen to it enjoy it so at this point it's like i'm trying to i'm trying to beef up my resume as a music producer not only as a music producer but as a music artist period Mm -hmm. so at this point it's like i'm gonna go ahead and just Bring bring the music out so folks can just enjoy it. So I won't be holding on to it and then regret when it's my old days. And it's like, nah, here we go. It's gonna be an interesting project, and I and I definitely hope that people enjoy it and and take some time to just fall back and just enjoy music like like we used to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At the end of the day, as a music producer, you know you know it personally, and I know you know it both personally and musically. Mm-hmm. How much making music is such a beautiful thing, and just want people to just listen. Yep, it brings it brings an extra set of joy in, into our lives. So that's yep. where I'm at right now. Man, I'm just want to just put out music. And just whether it's just instrumental, I'm just going to be like boom, 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 and and as far as far as you know, rapping goes, I'm still I'm I'm not writing, but I still got some stuff that needs to be recorded so it can be put out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, I'm just I'm at a point where it's like I'm not I'm I'm like on my Alexander Hamilton. I'm just going. Not throwing, I'm going for my shots. I'm not going to throw away my shot, you know what I'm saying? Just go for it. Boom, 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 boom. And then see if what's, what's going to happen. Yeah. Ain't no, hey man, ain't nothing wrong with that. That's why I treat my projects like like an actual project. Mm-hmm. You know, I treat it like how everybody treats theirs, like a project, you know? It's just the music that you enjoy listening to and a couple of weeks or a few months from now, I'll be dropping another one. Right. You know, it's just that ever since I've been signed to this uh, distribute label, I've just been having the creative freedom to do pretty much wherever the hell I want. Mm-hmm. So pretty much they reach, they send me an email asking, telling me, hey, uh, and, uh, next month on the 24th, um, you want to renew your uh, you want to renew your contract, and I'm like, uh, okay. 
I don't know if I plan on going to a different one. I, w- I always want to try Distro Kid to see how they're going. Or I, was, mm-hmm. or I want to go to United Masters. But, you know, Amuse has been great for me here and there. Money's been okay, you, mm-hmm. you know. But basically, if I feel like moving, I can do that. Right. You know, and I was trying to share this information with all my peers. You know, whatever that floats your boat, man. Cool. Because in today's world, in order for you to sell your music, not just through Facebook and and your social media, you got to share it everywhere. Yes. And that can be a challenge. Yeah, so pretty much you're your own label. Exactly. That's and I like that concept more than anything. Cause I could, as much as I was growing up, mm-hmm. dreaming about being on labels like Def Jam, Rockefeller, Bad Boys, and all that stuff, and wondering what's what's up with these labels doing this, that, and third to artists, and then come to the Stream Institute by Nelly and find answers to these questions that I've been asking for years and years and only to find out man I'll be better off independent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. Well at least I have knowledge of knowing what what to expect if I even thought of being on a, a label or even a distribution deal which is more benefit will probably be more beneficial than being on the label. Because the labels have their own distribution deals as well as other uh, people involved in, in, and if the artists don't pay attention to their contract, they're gonna find out later on why their million dollar sales only gave them uh, a five hundred dollar check. Yeah. So, yeah, man, independent is definitely not only is the way, but it's the life. And it, and it definitely working and beneficial for many people, whether I know personally or I've heard of a musical. So yeah, that'd be dope. Ah uh, yeah, man. Just gotta put in the effort and the uh, hard work behind it, and the rest will be history. Even though it's a steady, slow grind, but still, it's better than no grind. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. Because a lot of people still be asking me, man, why are you doing this podcast? Well, I've been doing it for the past three years now. Actually, mm-hmm. next month will be my three-year anniversary. Cool. Congrats, man. I appreciate you, man. Two, um, I always look at it like once I get done with everything in my life, I just want to talk for the rest of my life pretty much. Until mm-hmm. I get tired of that, then I can always find something else for me to do. Yep. always trying to find something that you love to do even though you're not getting paid for it but still it's having the feeling of it and being you know creative and of course somebody always going to pick it up right so yeah that's why I've been doing this you know how many times I have reached out to people about doing this They'll turn me down. Some say you're the worst. Some say you ain't gonna never be this. Some even say within six months you, you was gonna be done. Mm. Yeah. And and my and my uh podcast platform has been taken down twice since 
because of uh, I guess um, let me see what was it oh copyright situations because I used uh, music yeah I used to play music on here doing doing my uh doing the shows and shit and mm-hmm. it was like sorry you can't be doing it if you don't have clear access to these songs and I've been taking the songs from uh, the YouTube um, creative control instead of taking it from people that who just upload it, you know, with the lyrics and shit. So mm-hmm. I had to be very careful with that. So, yeah, but I ain't give a damn. I still. Yeah. I still can do this. That's dope. <laughs> And that's good, man. It, and definitely good to see you continue doing your thing and watching you grow and do do more than one thing and, and doing and doing it great at at the same time. Because let's face it, as creative beings like yourself and I, just 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 being still is sinful to us personally because we it's like we we. Even if we just stand, the, the idea of a melody pops up and just be like, "I gotta find, I gotta, I gotta do something, I gotta catch it before it leaves mm-hmm. our head and stuff like that." I mean, even when it's like a a dope thought comes in our head, like I need to write it down before something. Like we can't be still. We gotta do something, and we need a place or a platform to display that stuff, man. One thing I was, and I was grateful for um, Extremist Institute by Nelly because yep. that was a place where we we can do more. We can do what we know, but we can grow into something that we can do. And and if, I, if that was if that place didn't happen, I, one thing for sure, I wouldn't met you. And since I met you, man, um, and this then this is not me just front just because I'm here. Mm-hmm. But truthfully, since I met you, man, it's like the the it was definitely good to see you in a way and just talk to you and even learn from you and make beats from you and, and all that stuff. And then turned out it was a vice versa mm-hmm. type of thing. And and from there on it's like we 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 definitely has have done a lot. Yeah, whether yeah. it's it, whether we done, whether we continue to do music or take care of personal business, we continue to keep going and find a way to stay sane with with the ability that we can do. Right, and no, nobody can try to take that away. And it's it's impossible for us to just give up and drop the ball because at the end of the day, man. We're here. We exist for a reason, just like other people with other abilities are here for a reason. Mm-hmm. We we can't change that because folks cannot see it. We can't we can't re- we can't reduce and and minimize our dream for folks who can't even think beyond one plus one. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. we're we're thinking algebra and chemistry and geometry, and folks still stuck on the basic, you know what I'm saying? So it's like they want they won't understand when they want to get on this get on this train, but until then, be in that room. 
be in our lab, get on our t- laptop, our computer, our notebook. We, yeah. we getting it in on our on our music. We getting it in on our on our songs and writing stuff. Heck, we even will take the time to get on YouTube, not to be entertained, but to find uh uh, uh other ways to perfect our stuff. Cause shoot, I tell you like this. To this day, um, I get on YouTube. And trying to learn uh, talking points and this, that, and that, as far as podcasting and communication. Not just podcasting, but communication within uh, the podcast. Because I've been seeing a lot of uh, podcasts um, when it's dealing with, with, with men talking to women about how men actually think. And it's amazing to see that. Uh, but as but as far as production go, I still to this day will find that that clip of Timberland making the beat for Buster Ryan. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I still find inspiration on that. I still find inspiration in in in, in documentaries like that on Showtime. Well, I don't know if they do it on actual Showtime, but. Yeah. On uh, Showtime on Pluto, they be showing uh, the Wu Tang, uh, Mike and Mike and Mies. You know what I'm saying? They trying to talk. They've been talking about how they were growing and how they started off and how they continue even in the age that are these cats are in their forties and fifties, and yet still writing, writing, still rapping, still going around the world and impacting the culture. It's like that's where I want to want to do you know what I'm saying like even in yep. even in in my in my mid thirties I still wanna you know what I'm saying make beats make music do this do that you know what I'm saying and mm-hmm. one of these days I will do this and that but until then I want to take the time to work with what I got now and what I got now is the music is the, the poetry is the rhymes is the ability to just say hey uh, I know I got something to say that's gonna be different, but hey, at least I'm gonna be able to say it, and you'll take the time to listen. You know, so I'm grateful that and I'm glad that you're doing the same thing with your music as well as your podcast and your platform. And like I said earlier, man, I'm honored to be on this mug because our show was like, hey, whenever you're ready, man, get at me. <laughs> yeah, here we are. Yes, sir. Hey man, uh, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Remember, I told you that uh, I was totally against the fact of bringing any type of music equipment to my house. Mm-hmm. I lied. <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest motherfucker feeling in the world because here I am. I'm in my room. Uh huh. I have I built a, a bedroom studio. I have my own desktop computer, and I also got couple of laptops that I use when I go mm-hmm. somewhere. Uh bought me some studio equipment. Dude, I got a like a whole uh studio set up in my room. I I just bought me a a KG uh P one twenty microphone. Uh-huh. Uh just bought me a, a audio interface. Uh-huh. Um of course I got FL and I got the one that's unlimited. I had that one for about let me see, two years now? Mm. Yeah, and I also got um, the plugins. You know, I got Nexus. Uh, 
Celeste uh, and some other things as well with Purity as well. Uh, yeah, man. I, I, I literally, I invested it in a lot of having this shit right here at the comfort of my fingertips. Like, still to this day forward. I'm like, mm-hmm. dang, why do I have this in my room? Because I was totally against it. Never thought in a million years that we would lose EI. At all. Tell me about it. Oh, it still hurts me to this day. Exactly. Oh, man, I, I have to ask you, man. How did you first feel about that when it happened? I was probably like one of about many people that said this school would never go away. I pray to God it don't go nowhere because what has been what has been done for me for the, the for the couple of years it's been around and it's like man after graduating it was like I don't want to leave man I really don't want to go nowhere I want to stay I want to continue learning and then big shout out to Carl Napa and Wishmaster for being being like for more importantly big up to Nelly for even bringing it to this bringing it to school but big ups to Carl Napa and Wishmaster for being the 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 two general that kept the kept the party going. Yeah. Not only to 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 bring attention to the school to the school, but being able to be mentors. You know what I'm saying? Like these guys were they didn't even have to they get them to just stay in their office and just take phone calls, this, that, and the third. But every now and then, they'll step out and be like, uh, yo, you, you you forgot to plug plug this mug in all the way. You forgot to you know, do this, that, and the third. Make sure the mic gets do this. Like, they were there. And, and for all of that to be taken away due to... I don't, I don't even want to mention what it was due to. It was the fact that it was gone and for me to find out how, mm-hmm. it practically broke my heart to the point where it's like, wait a minute, where do I go? Yeah. What do I do, man? It's like that was that wasn't just some college or some trade school. That was a sanctuary. That was our playground. That was our laboratory. That was our place to just make not just make beats but make music we was we wasn't just no beat makers we weren't just no ordinary music producer we were scientists and we and that was and that's been taken away from us it's like what in the world are we going to do after this and and i i'm i was in a in a it was a pseudo it was a pseudo depression because that was that was my place of refuge. Yeah. That was my place of freedom. Mm-hmm. It's like, how often do I get free time, free studio time? And then be able to go to workshops and learn more and even be in a big studio, the million dollar studio, and continue to learn more about the 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 need. 24 and the, the the recording the the place the piano room it's like I wish the door would have stayed open even when 
even when Batarock was like, we're not able, we're not going to be able to do anything. Like, I wish it was still there. If, if not for a, a school or college or type, but at least for like a, a, a program or something, like, it, uh, like give folks a chance to continuation to learn more about the music industry and how to make music, how to make beats and what they need to learn more about recordings. Like, I wish it would have stayed open, but unfortunately it didn't. And it, it left people like myself to move forward and try to figure out what's the next move. And like I said before, man, I'm glad that to see your growth from that it's amazing and it, it's definitely an inspiration for me. So yeah, man, at this point, really, it's like I gotta yeah. Yeah, it really hurted me, you know, because the last time I was officially there was December the 11th, 2018. Because I took mm-hmm. a picture and I said, well, and I put a caption said, what am I up to? And that was the very last photo that I took inside the building. Then the mm-hmm. following, I think the following Tuesday, that's when we heard that Vetterock went out of business. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? No way. So I went down there. I, I even I was live on Facebook. I went down there. I tried to open the door. The damn thing is like ain't not a soul not there. And I seen the note, and it says that exact same shit. The school has been shut down to further notice. I'm like, are you kidding me? And this is around 2018, man. So 2018, I was going through a whole lot of shit. I was mm-hmm. going through some depression. I was. I was in a relationship, and I lost that. Man, I was just bummed. I was hurt. I feel like my whole world came crashing. My father was right. in a bad business deal. We was about to lose our house. Man, mm. your boy was going through a whole lot of shit, but EI was the place for me to stay safe. Right. And after I helped uh, Wish move from St. Louis, I was like, "You gotta be kidding me! Is this the is this the sign that Eli's gonna die? Can it still survive? Can it still be hanging there?" Mm-hmm. I, hey man, I tried my best to pray and hope that this place doesn't end. But you know, everything not built to last forever, right? So now, here I am, got this shit in my own bedroom at the comfort of my fingertips. And I can always go back to the first thing I ever done there nine years ago and create and recreate it right here in, in my bedroom. And just think, if I had this shit in my house a long time ago, man, woo. <laughs> Crazy. I know. I probably said the only thing I regret about not going to the EI thing is the fact that they was giving out all the equipment. They gave up all mm-hmm. the equipment out, every everything, mm-hmm. and I missed it. And nobody didn't say shit about it. I could have just went down there and got me like Pro Tools or could got me some other things, man. I'm like, damn, I missed out on an opportunity like that. Because when I yeah, went down there about uh, about a year ago, 
I went inside and they were still fixing up everything. And one of the new workers said, so I said, oh, excuse me, young man, are you lost? I'm like, no, I'm Alonzo. I used to go here. Oh, you used to go to the Extreme Institute. Yeah. So he was like, tell me more about it. So I was telling him as they walking, as we walking around. And every time I speak, my heart's just steady broken because I'm seeing them replacing it. Everything. Mm. And, I, and I went to Side Studio X. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What you guys finna do with that? Oh, sir, we finna tear that down. What? What about the mm. campus director? That's his. He sold it, Mr. Harmon. What? So what what y'all gonna call this place? Abstract marketing. What what in the hell? What is that? Oh man. Yeah, and when I met uh uh Ben, you remember Ben Kessler? Man. Yeah. I do Ben. Yeah, he was at uh at St. Louis Community College. He was working with uh another uh he had another job with uh I, f- I forget what company he was with, but they came to the school and used our building to have their class meetings and shit. And he mm-hmm. told me about it. I was like, "Damn!" So that's what happened. Everything just started falling apart. That's why I still be on uh, Facebook and say, "Man, times like this, I miss y'all the most." Mm-hmm. It was just heartbroken. And I thought, yeah, man. never in a million years, bro. I could go on for hours and hours talking about it. Yeah, I could damn near, damn near write a book about it. Two times. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Okay, let's switch over and uh, let's talk about family, man. Cool. Now, for most of you I don't know, I know this man way before he was, way before he became a husband. Mm-hmm. This guy right here, he said, he prayed, I remember we had a conversation in studio, no, in, uh, in the biology room, he was like, man, I just want God to send me the right one. Mm-hmm. And I told you what, man, he's going to send you one, just got to have patience, bro. That's, That's right, it. you sure did. And what happened a few few months later? You met your wife. That's right. Amazing. Oh man. <laughs> oh man, that was man. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, man. So talk to us about being in a in a in a relationship. Man, I don't even know where to really, really begin because it's like, on one end, it's like I want to start from the top. Right. But at the same time, <laughs> I want to be like, if I start from the top, then I got it. It's going to be like a forward, then chapter one, chapter two type of situation. So I'm going to do my best, man. Go ahead, man. Uh, I'm, it's like, one thing for sure, man, being in a relationship is so dope. Like it's like it's so hard to really put it in words, but the best way to say it is like, man, this is this is dope. Like it's it's like there's no way you can try to try to uh make it philosophical and stuff or 
Mm-hmm. I, 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 mythical and ideological and stuff, any type of logical, it's like, it's dope to be in a relationship with someone that, that loves you and know that you love them and both parties understand their, their role in the, in the relationship and willing to go up and beyond it. Even though there's going to be some moments here and there where it's going to be some ugliness on display mm-hmm. forever, if it's like if you're willing to go through this with me, we're going to end up finding something beautiful out of this. And, and, and if you're rocking with your boy and you you know that your boy is rocking with you, it's going to get to the point where we're going we're gonna, we're gonna to continue to fight until we get something out of this, you know? So being in a relationship and dope and being married, man, like, <laughs> oh, I love it. I love being married. I love, and it's like I enjoy the ups and I appreciate the downs. You know what I'm saying? I I love the good and I appreciate the bad. It's like I enjoy the the the, the, the sunshine and appreciate the storm. You know what I'm saying? Those, that what marriage does to people. Yeah. It, it it makes you appreciate the things that you want you don't want, mm-hmm. but you enjoy the enjoy the things that you love and appreciate it even more. You know what I'm saying? So I mean I can go on and on about that. Hey <laughs> <laughs> man, nothing wrong with that, man. Uh-huh. That's 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 what love is all about. That's right. Man. <laughs> you, oh man. Have you been in contact with anybody since the demise of EI? Oh man. One hundred percent nah. Cause and it's and I and I and I regret not contacting folks. I met especially my dude integrity. Um I know he's doing real big. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, Boost Radio, he's doing it real big at the radio uh, disc jockey, and that's my dude, man. I'm so proud of that dude, and just the product. Not just call that dude my my my, my classmate, my schoolmate. Mm-hmm. Call that dude my brother, and man, I'm I'm glad to see it, him and hear him almost every day. And it's like, man, I need. And every now and then, I'll be like, man, I need to check on my bro, and, and you know what I'm saying, just let it be known, like, hey, man, I'm checking on you, like, I'm this that. Uh, there's a lot of folks, man. I'm gonna keep them 100. There's a lot of folks I see on Facebook doing their thing, like X Blue Rain and D Hood. Oh man, my dude DB. He's doing his thing with noisy, noisy, noisy neighbors. Oh man, my dude Kevin Garrison, he's doing his thing with his rock band. And overall, man, I really miss those folks, man. I miss, I miss rocking with them, collabing with them, chopping it up with them. So it's, it's heck, you keep it a buck, man, like. So far, you know, you know, the one I probably con- contact the most out of everybody else, because you know, we 
we're not just cool like that, man. We close enough. This is this this you know, EI has made us bros, man. Yeah. Uh however, I it's it's been a little while since I contacted or kept in touch other than integrity. Mm-hmm. As far as you know, folks from EI go. Yeah. How about you? Uh, I talk to everybody every once in a while. I I actually had a couple of uh, the guys that I first started with nine years ago on the show recently. We were mm-hmm. just connecting on some real shit. We just talk about how far. We all came through how far we came as a as a unit, and just pretty much what the future holds for us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was trying to keep in contact with pretty much with everybody. I probably say one day I'm gonna have Carl and Wish on on this podcast, and that would be dope. Yeah, Carl, of course, Carl still lives here in St. Louis and, you know, which is in Tennessee and stuff. Uh-huh. I was supposed to uh, go out of town and kick it with, uh, with uh, Wish and his family and stuff before the pandemic took place. Mm-hmm. And stuff, so. But, you know, life happens, things get changed up, and like, like I always say, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yep, it is what it is, man. So, <laughs> we are at the part of the show that I get a chance to ask you uh, some questions. You get a chance to ask me some questions as well. So, okay. uh, yeah. So, pretty much give me a couple seconds so I can find these questions real quick. Gotcha. And we'll be on our way. I apologize for the long delay, ladies and gentlemen. Just looking for these questions real quick. That's uh, man. Have you ever like trying to look for something, and in your computer or whatever type of device that you're using it, 
it's like acting slow. <laughs> Almost every day with this <laughs> phone, man. It's uh, like I'm trying to get, I'm trying to Google some information, look for a word, definition of it, and I mess around and click on one of the previous stuff that I searched for. Right. And it's like, oh, go back, go back. Uh, and then type in, trying to type in to get the word out, and then the keyboard taking like thirty seconds to pop up. Like, come on, man! Right, like I'm I know like, it's what? time to get a new phone. But good lord, you still <laughs> got the same phone? Uh, no, actually, not. Pro- I don't know, man. It's been it's literally <laughs> been a couple of years since I had this Samsung Galaxy Seven. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it, 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 when I tell you it's past overdue to get a new phone, it's way past due to get a new phone. I mean, I'm over here tripping because the phone is working because it managed to talk and call folks in this, that, and third, watch YouTube, this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. But it's time for an upgrade. Like, <laughs> ridiculously time. <laughs> like, of course, I still got the same old iPhone and stuff, and I had that one since 2016. And it still works. It's still in this good, still in good condition because I keep a case on this on this damn thing. Mm-hmm. And everybody in my family be like, "Damn, your phone still looks brand new." Because I take care of it. Right. I never was the type of person that I can, like, have a phone without having no damn case. I'm too clumsy. I always drop shit. <laughs> Me too. And that's why. <laughs> that's why I got this case. That's why like a month. That's why today's generation like having a crack phone. I'm like, you guys look ridiculous. That tells me right, right. there. Right. <laughs> that tells me right there how much do you take care of your own shit <laughs> by looking at your phone. I'm pretty sure exactly. you'll take care. I'm pretty sure you'll take care of your body first before you take care of your damn phone. I know that for a fact. For a fact. <laughs> All right, man. I got the questions up. I have a hundred and seven right. questions, but I'm only going to ask you five. And after okay. I ask five, you can uh ask some questions on your own, or I can read you some numbers off these questions that, and I can read it to you. Then I to, then I can answer to you. Okay. okay. All right. Now, your first number. First number. Uh, twenty-three. Uh, Jordan number, oh, of course. <laughs> oh, um, how would you rate your memory? Ooh. <laughs> so if I can rate my memory. Yeah. Ten being the highest and zero being the lowest. Definitely uh definitely a six. Mm. Get, getting old is, is is as I'm gonna say reducing it. I wanna <laughs> make sure it's on point. If as long as it's above five, I'm straight. Until then <laughs> it's a six. Yeah, man. I probably say for my memory, I probably say like a seven or, or at least an eight because you, you got a point about getting old and shit. Like I have a calendar attached to my my uh, bedroom wall, and also I got mm-hmm. another um, dry erase board for me to write shit down because I already know for a fact I'm not gonna remember all of this stuff. True. And I'm only 27. That's the crazy part about it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, how can I not remember this? 
How can I not remember any of this stuff? <laughs> Sad though, but I guess that's what makes yeah. us not human. All right, right. man. All right, what's your second question? Uh, second question. Hmm. Let's try number five. Oh man, this is like the number one question I always ask anybody. What is your favorite? 90s jam. Man. That's not fair. Oh. I don't have a favorite. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't have a favorite. I would mess around. Man, if there was an 80 joint that I would still bump to this day. Mm-hmm. It's that oh uh, man. I, it's hard to man. It's really is hard to pick one when I have at least like so many to choose from for so many genres. But at the same time, it's like I rather bump that. I literally rather bump that. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You never gonna keep me down. I get knocked down. I will bump that till the day is no more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's that's my that would be my nineties jam. That's that's the only one I I would say I would love to listen to the most. Although I will I would love to hear some something from SWV, something from Boys to Men, something from uh, Jay Z. Hey, I'll even put, I would love to listen to some MC Hammer, and that's. Ridiculous, because folks be sleeping. They keep sleeping on that dude because he was doing so much dancing and stuff. But his stuff be bumping. Not just that you can't touch it, joint, but other stuff. But yeah, there's so many things, so many music from the '90s that it'll be hard to just pick one. But mm-hmm. that uh, that get knocked down, get back up again. That's my joint. That's that's my joint. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, man. Nothing wrong with that. I don't, uh, I always have a lot of nineties uh favorite songs, but it's hard for me to choose. Exactly. So, even though I was born in ninety four, but I was born in a time that Big and Tupac was still alive. Mm-hmm. And um, even though I love their music, but they're not really is my favorite artist. When and that's not a shade or diss towards them at all. It's right. Just, I probably say in the two thousand and tens, I started listening to today's generation. Like, of course, uh, Drake will be my original favorite. Uh, Frank Ocean, The Weeknd, uh, mm-hmm. Jeco, Kendrick. You know, I have a group of a lot of people's uh, music that that touched me in a way. Like, I could go back and listen to it and try to emulate what they did. Uh huh. You know, it, it's just one of those types of uh, music that it just motivates me. Hell, I've been listening to a lot of, you know, trap music out of the last couple years now. Even though mm-hmm. everybody best know me as um, Lonzo don't like trap or whatnot. But because I didn't, because too many people is doing the exact same damn thing. Mm-hmm. But now I'm starting to open up and I'm starting to be like, oh, okay, it is what it is. It seems like every single damn day there's always a new artist. In the trap world, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Which ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's the best way how you can you know be in this game. 
and stuff. Uh-huh. So it just I probably say being being part of this game is really easier than it was back then. So true. Mm-hmm. All right, so boss. What's your third question? Third question will have to come from number thirty-six. Thirty-six. Okay, this is a, a scenario. If a penguin walks through the walks through your door right now wearing a sombrero, what does he say and why is he here? <laughs> oh first of all, it's probably gonna say the exact same thing that comes from either the movie Happy Feet or <laughs> <laughs> Or happy feet too, one or the other. With an oh my god, what a sombrero too! Oh man, <laughs> man, I'm about to tell that thing. Uh, are you lost? Right. I mean, like, you know this is not land. You in my house? Right. <laughs> like, like, do you know what the temperature is, and can you really handle this type of? Temperature? Do you need ice cold water or something? Right. No, that I know you even get inside my house. My doors was locked. Right. <laughs> but then again, in my house, if the if a penguin is in the house, you best believe the reason it's in it because my wife opened the door <laughs> and picked it up and it was like, oh my god, I got a penguin. There's a penguin in my house and it got a sombrero. No, no, why? No, no. You know what I'm saying? Like so cute. It's, it's a <laughs> penguin, babe. Imagine, imagine, if, imagine if Batman saw a penguin walk through his living room. What you think he's gonna do to arrest it or to or keep it? He gonna be on his detective mode. Like <laughs> there's a penguin in my house. Some work for the penguin too. Right. <laughs> Batman. Ain't no way in the world he's gonna be keeping a penguin in the house. He's gonna toss them. He's gonna toss it, find the penguin, kick his tail, and then go back home. To I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. Oh my god, that's funny. All right, man. What is your uh, fourth question? <sighs> fifteen. What's what's fifteen got? Okay. Pretend you are the CEO. What are the three concerns about your business future that keeps you up at night? Concern? Ooh. That's a deep word. Concern will probably be well, number one, what will be the what will be the the new thing that the new thing that will keep 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 things interesting. What would be the new, you know, the new uh, um, mission statement, vision statement, stuff like that? Um, who can I trust when it comes to handling certain situations, whether it's marketing, management, trying to keep things in order, even when I'm unable to keep things in order. You know, mm-hmm. and um, what will be the next? What will be the next best thing to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, what would be 
what will continue what will, what will be something new that will help continue to keep the company going even when the previous well, product or previous object has maintained a successful successful rate of things right those those will be my concerns as as much as what what will be besides what will be the next big book to read when I'm making money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. All right, Bossman, what is your fifth and final question? <sighs> One. Oh, okay. Are you more of a hunter or a gatherer? Uh, as much as I want to say I'm much of a hunter... I ain't gonna lie. I'm a, I'm a gatherer. It's like as the type of type of leader I, I have discovered. I have learned that I'm the type of leader that will be able to find someone who will be able to hunt while I'm in the back trying to set things up and stuff like that or gather certain. As a matter of fact, I will even take you even further and say I'm much of a gatherer because of the type of student I am, the type of person that learns. It's like I'm willing to gather information and be willing to just give it to others and stuff like that. But you know, I'm more of a gatherer than a hunter, although I do. Yeah, so I'm much of a gatherer. Yeah. Mm, okay. All right. Now it's your turn to ask me some questions. Oh, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna start off from just from the from the thought process as a as a music producer. Mm-hmm. What other mu- Who is another music producer that you would love to be? Like that the main professor of your of your class of learning, someone that will ment- teach you and mentor you. Like who will be that music producer? That would be that professor. Oh man, it's a whole lot of them. But if I have to choose, I'll probably say it's a toss up between uh Forty, who works with Drake all the time, and uh-huh. uh and Malay. He's the one that worked with uh Frank Ocean on his first uh project, Channel Orange. Oh. I don't know how does they do it. Like I still listen to their old stuff. And I'd be like, damn, where was I when I first heard this? I know exactly where I was when I heard Take Care or Nothing Was the Same and Views. And when I heard uh, Channel Orange and when I heard Blonde, I know exactly where I was. I was just shocked when I heard it. And I always tried to emulate what they made and put it in my music. Sometimes it'd be Mm -hmm. success. Other times it's still a work in progress, but never a fail. So everything is a learning experience. So yeah, Though I'll probably say those are the two right there. Man, that is uh, a very interesting answer because <laughs> to get a toss up between the producer that's been producing for Drake as well as the producer that that's been, been uh, producing for Frank Ocean. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a definitely interesting uh, professor right there. 
Yeah, man, especially for forty. Like I like his work. He's dope. He's really is dope. All right. So question number two will probably be another one in the mind. Like what what was the what sparked the desire to do more of be on the communication side as much as the music side? Because now that you're in the doing podcasts and stuff and like mm-hmm. you said, you've been doing it for almost three years and congrats on that. What what was what sparked that desire to be on the communication side? What sparked the desire to do a podcast? Uh, to be completely honest with you, bro, I did it because um, trying to I probably say it was a cheap attempt to, to try to talk to women. Hmm. Yeah, I. Okay. I, I, <laughs> this, I swear, man. Every time I explain this to anybody, girls, regardless who they were. They was like, oh, and they always ask me, so did it work? I'm like, yeah, it did, but I moved on from that side. I started thinking it from a creative and a producer side, and I started realizing, wait, I can do this. I just got to set away how I'm going to do it. So that's why all my um, new episodes always comes out on a Thursday, Thursday morning. Mm. Like, I, I... like I don't know how many times I have to tell somebody, uh, the, uh what's popping comes out on Thursday morning at nine a.m. Mm-hmm. So pretty much, <clears throat> they always ask me like, "How you set it up? Like when did when like when do you record?" I recorded it. I record the new episode during the week. So pretty much as soon as we get done wrapping this up, I'll get started recording my topic of uh, for this week. Then I'll. Just, you know, do the preparation, that music, editing, and, and everything else, then release it out to the public on a Thursday. So imagine me doing that for the past three years. Hmm. That's every that's every single week I have to come up with something new. And after 10 episodes in a season, I start on a new one. Uh-huh. So pretty much I'm on season... 10 part 2 now this is the first time I actually done something like this I oh. never did I never did a part 2 to a, uh, to a season at all and I was like man I just want to try it to see how it is and if it, and if I like it then I'm going to continue if I don't like it I, could, I will continue to do you know the 10 episode a season cool yeah it's not, hey man. It's never. It was never uh, hard in the beginning. Well, it was hard in the beginning, it, but it's easy now. So that's why I go on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, even us Snapchat. Yes, I'm on Snapchat, and cool. I just um, you know, trying to see what's the topic I want to talk about. And since this is my platform, I want to share this platform with pretty much with everybody. Like most people don't realize, uh, since I'm with Anchor and I've been with, like I said, I've been with them for three years. Uh-huh. This also creates a platform for other people as well, including yourself. So when I say, um, you know, create you uh, a page and like my page as well, uh-huh. or for us to be connected, yeah. you can also create your own podcast as well. So that's yeah. a so yeah, that's a link. That's yeah, that's a link. To not only be on my show, to also you create your own show as well. 
Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's and why. For that, I, this is definitely interesting. Yeah, yeah, man. That's why I tell anybody like, how many podcast hosts ever done something like that for anybody? Not that I know of. Exactly. You now. <laughs> exactly. Until I came, that's when it started happening. And of course, that's I cool. get, or and of course, I get paid here and there. You know, what I'm saying it all depends on how many plays I get. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's cool, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Question number three. All right. Uh, and this is probably a personal one. Hey, do you still do you still write down details of on on every beat that you make? Uh and and for also with the the follow up to that, mm-hmm. what's what 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 started you from doing that? Because <laughs> I remember I remember times when you be making beats, man. You be like writing down all the frequency and and um, mm-hmm. especially on on the beats every for everything like for every kick drum you put a you got a a, a, a certain amount of kilohertz and snare right. kilohertz over here, stuff like that like do you still do that and what started you from doing that uh well to answer your first question uh yes i still does do that even though it's second it's second nature to me i just know how i'm gonna put it and stuff um I, to answer your other question what started it i got it from carl Carl is the reason why I started being that type of producer, engineer, and stuff. Because uh, I remember when I first started and I was in the class, it was just me and five white guys. And I was the only black guy. And he was Mm -hmm. testing us to see how our mixing levels are. And he had all of us doing it. Regardless if he wanted to do it or not, he was going to make all of us do it. And he was going to tell us how he really feel about it. Regardless Mm -hmm. if it was good, bad, or ugly. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I was like, I was going to go last anyway. So mm-hmm. he went to me and he was like, okay, Alonzo, it's your turn. I was like, I, I don't know, man. Maybe this is not for me. Said, Come on, man, just try it. Everybody else did. So basically he took me out of my comfort zone and, you know, put me there. Mm-hmm. I was like, cool. So I did it the best way I know how. Everybody looked at each other like, yo, this sounds really fucking good. Like, this shit better than mine. And I'm not just blowing smoke either. I'm like, are y'all mm-hmm. fucking serious? Are y'all just playing with me? That's that's a best, That's exactly what I asked. Are y'all just playing with me and shit? Because I don't see the point of this. Carl had to come up to the board and he was like, do it again. And I did it a couple more times. He, kept, he just wanted to see how did I did it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, uh, most people would have like a... Uh, a mixing uh, reference. Everybody else had a mixing reference, and I'm the only one that didn't. So he asked me, "Oh, where'd you get the mixing? Ref- what, what, what was your mixing reference was? What influenced you to do that?" And I said, "My mom, because my mom, growing up, my mom liked to yell within uh, within a six feet range, and I could never learn how to tone her out of my damn ears. So." Mm-hmm. When I first, you know, when he first taught me how to mix, that's what I learned how to do. 
still to this day forward, she could be yelling, and I'll be like, okay. It's just second nature, because most people's like, damn, I couldn't even do nothing like that. It's not It's not hard. You got to learn how to train your ears. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's pretty much how I learned, brother. That's dope, man. <laughs> and, and to think, though, to find that you use that to <laughs> in some shape or form, drive mom out the yep. <laughs> out of your out of your 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 focal focus state of mind. That's <laughs> that's inspiration on its own, man. I kid you not. Hey, man, I, <laughs> I ain't never thought that would be a best way how to do it, but that's just how I learn. Hey, own a motherfucker out. It ain't. I've been trying to do that for the, for a long time before I first started going to that school, because uh-huh. I used to feed into it. You know that old saying when people give feed you negative energy, you be a part of it and you start to be, get affected by it. Uh huh. Yeah. Same damn thing. <laughs> so. Oh man, that's cool though. <laughs> yeah. All right then, so I'm going ahead and. Take the last two questions and out from the numbers, off the number gown, a question that you already got set up. So, all right, go ahead. So, the num- number four will come from number 24, Kobe. Okay. Uh, pretty much it says, oh, on a scale one through 10, how strict were your, how strict are or were your parents? I'd probably say uh, a 12. Good Lord. Yeah, they was that damn strict. Even though I'm the youngest. Well, I'm the only son, pretty much. Uh-huh. But still to this day four, as I'm grown, they still be strict. I'm like, damn, I'm 27. I still can't do what the hell I want. No. I'm like, I need to get up out of this damn place. <laughs> i like, this don't make no goddamn sense. <laughs> oh man! Not to be laughing at you, but that is funny because <laughs> I've been through that same situation. Hey, man. It's time for me to move out. It doesn't matter. Man. I can laugh at now because I always thank God that I still have them still to uh-huh. this day. So yeah, without That's cool man. What's that was saying? Without them, that wouldn't go. That would never be me. Amen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, last question. Get it. Would come for number ten. Number ten. Number ten. Uh, what was the last gift that someone gave you? Yeah, mm. that's a good one. Yeah. I haven't had no gifts within probably within three years because I just refuse to accept gifts from anybody. Mm. Since I was at a point in my life, like I could get it my damn self. I don't need you to spend your money or spend your last just to make me feel happy. I was like, uh, I probably say my last gift I ever got. My diploma. Oh, yeah, I yeah I got my associate's uh, diploma, uh, back in February, mm-hmm. and 
and uh, yeah, your boy has graduated from college. Congrats, man! Uh, I appreciate you, man. Thank you, thank you very much. That wasn't that wasn't easy because they say within mm-hmm. two years I can get that degree, but that two years turned into like probably like four years mm-hmm. and a semester. But I got it, and that was probably that's probably one of my biggest highlights of my life right now. Now everybody wants to hire me on some shit, but hey. like I always like I always told my folks, the stuff that I try to do is not really a job out here for that. And if in it, and there is a job out here for it, but it will be out of town. And I was like, I need something to fall back on. You know what I'm saying? And music, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't escape from it. Mm-hmm. You really love music. You do anything in your power to make sure. This will become a, a, a career. Yeah. Even podcasts, that's something that I always will fall back on. Like, pretty much mm-hmm. everything that I do, like, I even do the artwork. Yeah, well, man. A lot of people still ask me to this day forward, who do your artwork, man? Me. I did it. I don't pay nobody to do any of that shit. I do all mm-hmm. of it. I know how to do it because I'd like my shit to be done a certain way. Right. So that's how creative I really am when it comes down to it. But yeah, man, that's just pretty much that's how it is. I still can't believe yeah. I got, I don't know how many damn keyboards I got here. I even got the keyboard from EI. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And those keyboards were dope. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. Now, when I helped Wish move uh, a couple years ago, he had mm-hmm. a keyboard from the school. And since I helped him, you know, he you know bought me a couple of things. He gave me some things that he didn't want no more. Uh, mm-hmm. so he was like, so you want to have this uh, keyboard? I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> I even do. I, he was like, you just got to buy the uh, USB cord for it. I was like, shit, I was going to buy that anyway. Uh <laughs> This motherfucker oh, worked through. Man. Oh shit! No, they did. No, they did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, that's dope. It, it, it's it's crazy, man. <laughs> it is. It really. Is. That's cool. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh man, man. All right. So, man, we at the end of the episode. Uh, you know, this is the part I let my guests. You know. Tell them your social media and everything. Which, if you're working on something, you can share that as well, man. The floor is yours, brother. Appreciate it, man. Oh, you can. Oh, well, you definitely can find me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Find me on Instagram, uh, Twitter, of course, Snapchat, and uh, I'm definitely on YouTube. My same name, Brick Slinger. Um, I definitely be speaking my piece on some things too, especially what's been going on lately. Uh, as far as music go, my project, uh, Mu- uh, Man of the Construction, is on almost every digital outlet you can give your name: iTunes, Apple Music, Tidal, Spotify, you name it. It's it's out there. And, uh, I'm working on working on a few instrumental projects one should be one is it's almost it's like it's almost done and complete 
and the next one is I'm working on that. So it's like I'm I'm gonna keep myself as occupied as possible of giving the music out as a and I'm still gonna be making doing music and also writing. But until then I'm gonna be working on this, that and the third. And um and once it's out, it's out. Until then, man, under construction. Uh, definitely wanna something something you need to listen to. And um and that's it to be continued. Right. Cliffhanger, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So bro, I appreciate you, man, for taking out the time for you know to do this, man. You are the realest guy, bro. Appreciate everything that we talked about, we've been through over the years. We was when it's about music, when it's not about music. Even uh, wrestling, even though we forgot to talk about that, but that's another time for another day. Cool. <laughs> and you was more than welcome to come back onto the show. Just reach out to me and just let me know when you want to do it. Bet. All right, bro. You take care, man. Stay safe. You do the same, man. Two times. All right, brother. Take care. You too. What's poppin'? I know you guys enjoyed this episode. It's okay. I know you did. It's okay. You could join me too. Just follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Boy, you did it again. And reach out to the boy and I will respond back to you ASAP. Thank you for listening. Bye.